Marianne Collins is an award-winning visual artist who has been working all over Canada for over a decade. And if you're a fan of Canadian indie rock, you may recognize some of her work. The album art for Winter Sleep's Hello Hum, three records by Construction and Destruction, and a tour t-shirt for the Besnard Lakes and Land of Talk all embrace some of her beautiful designs. Most recently, Marianne was tapped to create the album art for Do Make Say Think's Stubborn Persistent Illusions, their first album in eight years. The stunning gatefold artwork and vinyl etching earned her the 2018 Juno Award for Album Artwork of the Year. Following the big win, I caught up with Marianne Collins by phone at her home in rural Nova Scotia to talk about how the opportunity to work with one of Canada's premier post-rock bands came to be. We also spoke about what influenced the artwork and how she drew inspiration from the instrumental album and a Buddhist poem for the wonderful illustrations. Well, first of all, congratulations on the Juno win. How did it feel when you found out on Saturday that uh, you were awarded this award? Thank you. Yeah, it, it felt wonderful. It was very exciting. Um, yeah, I've watched the Juno since I was a kid, so it was pretty. It was a pretty big event. Tell me about your relationship with this band, Do Make Say Think. How did you come to work with them? Well, um, I met Charles first. Uh, Charles Spearing did a project called The Happiness Project, and it was um, a sound recording of his neighborhood, and from that he made um, an album. And he came to some visual artists and had them kind of interpret a track in a room of a house, and then that was open to the public um, to experience both the, the music and the visual arts. And from there, uh, I just kept in contact with him slightly, like he purchased one of the pieces. And then he came to me um, when they were nearing the completion of Stubborn Persistent Illusions and asked me to do the album art. Now, my understanding is that at the time he asked you to uh, undertake this project, you didn't really have the opportunity to listen to any of the music. Is that correct? Uh, It was shortly after very shortly after so I accepted and then he sent me the 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 music um, which wasn't at its complete complete stages but it was um, to me it was it was very similar and obviously you know do make say think is a band who in Canada has been around for some time so there was some uh, I suppose some backlog of material to draw on in terms of understanding what they sounded like and and obviously knowing Charles you probably had a good idea of what they sounded like did you have an idea going into this project? Was was your idea for what the art ended up being informed by what you knew about the band previously? Not particularly. I myself was quite a big fan, so I had listened to their albums quite often. Um, but they came to me um, at the beginning with a poem, and the poem meant a lot to the music. When you lose your mind to something outside, be like the ship captain watching her crow fly. With nowhere to alight on the boundless ocean, return, return again. And so from there, there was kind of an implied 
concept with the poem, and then I kind of brought visuals to that. Right. So if uh, if you are lucky enough to have this beautiful vinyl packaging, the poem is part of the art and of the liner notes and everything. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about how you interpreted that poem and how you married that with the music? So the poem is kind of the idea of um, the crow leaving the ship and the captain and having it an adventure and an experience and then once again returning. And in comparison to the mind, so the mind when um, relaxed or when meditating, it kind of takes on its own course or journey, and then it has um, like an experience and then comes back to kind of reality. So um, with that, the cover is um, the crow's experience, so kind of the crow morphing into this beautiful, majestic um, vision of a fawn at dawn and then returning back into the crow and heading back to the ship. And the inside is uh, the young captain, um, the young girl, and the crow is kind of protruding from her forehead and leaving on its journey, so kind of her mind's journey. And then the crow returning on the other side to an elderly woman, so after adventure had been taken place and stuff like that. So beautiful in, in its packaging, in its delivery, I wonder, did you go through various drafts of some of this art, or is what we see on this packaging the kind of first crack at the interpretation of this poem and of this album? Well, I, I came to the band with some some written and some kind of collages of, of imagery that I was, and, and concepts that I was kind of offering them to choose between and um, they chose a couple and then from there we narrowed it down um, and then so there wasn't there wasn't much artwork that wasn't used um, we kind of decided before it really I delved into the artwork um, and then yeah Constellation Records did a wonderful job with the packaging and um, the, the design and everything it just turned out wonderfully, so uh, they were a big, big part in, um, in the final product, for sure. In addition to the gatefold and the liner notes, there's also an etching on the vinyl, which always struck me as that must have been such a a difficult task to uh, wrap your mind around how something like this, because it's not only an etching uh, sort of in a 2D perspective, when it's on the turntable, it actually has the visual of of the bird moving. Was that a difficult process for you to undertake compared to the other bits? Well, it, it was, but I, I had a lot of help. Charles actually was the math behind that, so he kind of worked out um, 
the mass, so like the pi equate, like because it, it's divided and we divided the 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 circle in pies, and then how many, how fast it would go around um, the record player, and how many would be needed to animate this crow as it turns. And um, Charles, Charles was a big, huge part of that. He did a lot of the, a lot of the deciding, and then kind of told me what I needed to do. And then from there, it was a little bit challenging, be- just because um, uh, it was drawing the motion of the crow or as it was flying, so without skipping kind of uh, a movement. So that was, yeah, a little bit more challenging. Inside on the liner notes. The band credits you for your luminescent imagination. Was that a sentence that, when you saw it for the first time, did that ring with you? Did it resonate in some way? Or uh, how did you feel about that phrase? Well, it made me smile, that's for sure. Yeah, it was it's quite a compliment. But yeah, they, they, um, they brought me along, though. Definitely, it was a back and forth. And um, really, um, yeah, just kind of... It's it's wonderful working with a band because it's a different art form, but it's an art form nonetheless. And so you're very inspired by the music, and especially Stubborn Persistent Illusions. It was such an inspiring album. And then they also they had their own opinions, and it really helped to bring the art to where it is. And this isn't your first time working with artists. You've done uh, some album art for another one of our favorites, Winter Sleep. You've also uh, worked with Construction and Destruction, which your sister plays in. Uh, what yeah. about working with artists and musicians do you particularly enjoy as a visual artist? Well, it, music is so inspiring. So um, just like being able to listen and then take it to a visual is just such an interesting task like and also sometimes the artists like the musicians have an idea of the visuals that they want and then sometimes they want to just take it where you wherever you want to bring it kind of thing so it's yeah it's just it's it's a very it's a good grouping of the two well Marianne You've got this Juno under your belt now, and what is next for Marianne Collins? Well, I'm working on some personal pieces, and um, so doing a lot of that stuff, open to other albums, open to whatever kind of comes along next. The word is out then. Yeah, exactly. Well, congratulations again, and thank you so much for taking the time. Is there anything that uh, you would like to leave us with tonight, anything that uh, you'd like us to know? Um, the, the album is great. Go go have a listen if you haven't. It's a wonderful, wonderful album to own yourself because there is a print that comes in it um, in the LP or just listen because it's, it's a beautiful album. Yeah, it is a beautiful record and the album artwork is nothing short of stunning. So congratulations again on your win and uh, thank you for this magnificent piece of work. Thank you so much. There you have it, my conversation with visual artist Marianne Collins. To see more of her work, visit MarianneCollins.com. And that's Marianne spelled M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E. If you enjoyed listening to this interview today, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just search for Halifax is Burning and it'll pop up. While you're there, please make sure to rate and review the podcast. 
You can also find a handy link at halifaxisburning.com. On that site, you can also grab past episodes of Halifax is Burning, a weekly radio show dedicated to the best Atlantic Canadian music that airs every Tuesday night on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax, Nova Scotia. You can also find Halifax is Burning on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs>